When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Be dazzled this holiday season by Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show at Bull Run Festival of Lights. Celebrate the holidays as a family while staying warm and cozy. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow through two and a half miles of dazzling displays in Bull Run Regional Park in Centerville, Virginia. Plan your visit now. When you visit by mid-December, you'll save. Get your tickets today at bullrunfestivaloflights.com. That's bullrunfestivaloflights.com. You're about to receive a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, one church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. And remember to love God, love people, and love life. We're not taking sides, we're taking over. Because I'm unconditionally loved by God and at harvest, I come to God as I am. But through today's life-giving message, I won't stay as I am. This is my banner year, which is my best year yet. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I want you to remain standing for just a moment. For just a moment. I want you to go to Revelation chapter 5, verse number 10. Revelation chapter 5, verse number 10. That's the last book of the Bible. Revelation now, meaning uh, coming from the Greek word apocalypto, where we get our word apocalypse, which means the uncovering or the revealing. So sometimes people, when they look at the book of Revelation, they think it means the end. It's not the end. It's just the unveiling that Jesus is the beginning and the end. He's the alpha and the omega. So it's the uncovering. That's why it's called the revelation of Jesus Christ because it's his unveiling here it is revelation 510 it says and he has made us and have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign where y'all on the earth now now now, now watch this it says and he has made us touch and everybody say he made you uh-huh. he has made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth now I don't know what you've been going through I don't know what you've been dealing with but I'm here to tell you baby whatever you've been facing God says I've made you a king but I made you a priest and you are supposed to be reigning over it it is not supposed to be reigning over you would you touch your neighbor and say you're supposed to be reigning you're supposed to be reigning see you sitting up in your emotions messed up tied up jacked up tangled up but you are supposed to be reigning touch your neighbor say i am a king let's pray father in the name of jesus we pray now that you would customize taylor make this word for us your people that we would move and walk on everything that you have ordained as we kick off this new series kings i pray father that you would awaken the king that is on the inside of every one of us your word says you have made us to be both kings and priests that means you've caused us now to dwell in another realm in one of us there are two uh, realms there is the realm of the king there's the realm of the priest there's the realm of somebody spiritual and the realm of somebody successful speak to us today I pray that as this word goes forth it'd be like cameras have been in somebody's house they think that we've been watching them because you're gonna speak to every situation every vicissitude and every predicament that they're facing and we thank you that it is so in Jesus name somebody shout hallelujah as you take your seats high five two or three people tell them I am a king I am a king I am a king I am a king 
uh, watch this now. In this new series, Kings, we're going to learn how to manage and multiply money, power, and respect, but we're going to do it God's way. And in this message today, I just want to introduce the series to you by introducing you to the real you. Somebody say the real me. Now say it again. Somebody say the real me. Now see, I'm not talking about the you that you thought you were because of everything that you've been through. I'm not talking about the you that you thought you were because you had some disappointment. I'm not talking about the you that you thought you were because you dealt with some setbacks. I'm talking about the authentic you, uh, you that is the king. Somebody holler, I am a king. I say it one more time like you mean it. Say, I am a king. See, if you grew up in church, there are some things that you never learned because... We often heard things like this in church, seek Jesus or fall in love with Jesus or just call on Jesus. Uh, but watch this. You can be right with the king, uh, but not know what the king has made you to be. See, it takes one prayer to have everlasting life, but you can still have no clue how to live this life. And you can be in love with Jesus, but not know how to love yourself. Watch this. Often people say that you need Jesus or get Jesus, but that is not the problem. We have Jesus. Most people just don't know what Jesus gives us. Uh, here's what it is, church. He gives us identity. Somebody say identity. And that identity for you and I is that he makes us both kings and priests. Somebody holler, I am a king. No, you're not saying it like you mean it. Holler, I'm a king. Holler it again so every generational curse hears you. Holler it again so that everything that has come against you hears you. Holler it again so depression hears you. Holler it again so that every issue hears you. Somebody holler, I am a king. Well, watch this, watch this. So here it is, first point, first point you need to know. Here it is for my note takers, you are a king. And whenever I say king, you need to know that king also then means queen. Somebody ought to say, I am a king. I'm 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 a king. If you didn't know, now you know. If you didn't know, now you know. Now I said, I know your life may not feel like it, but that's what he made you to be. I know your money may not feel like it, but that's what he made you to be. I know what's happening at your job may not feel like it, but that's what he made you to be. I know what's happening in your family may not feel like it, but that's what he made you to be. And what I love about the Bible is the Bible says that he made us to be kings and priests. In other words, he said, you ain't really got no choice in the matter. You're going to have to rise up and be that what I have ordained for you to be. High five your neighbor say you're a king, you're a king, you're a king. That's why in Revelation 5.10 it says, and he has made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. Now, here's what I need to say. Now, I've taught on this a lot before in series like Empire and, and, and virtually it, it's a thread that goes through everything that I preach because this is the gospel of the kingdom. The gospel of the kingdom now is God's attributes on earth, God's MO, how God does what he does. It's his modus operandi. It is now uh, possessing what God says we can have and possessing who God said we are. Revelation 5.10 says he's made us. Somebody say made us. All right. All right. It says he's made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. Here's what that means. That means, watch this, everything in your life takes you through the process of being made. All right, and you get that. Everything in your life takes you through the process of being made. Watch this. Your misery was making you. Yeah, y'all not saying that. Watch this. Watch, watch this. Uh, what made you mad was really just making you. Watch this. When they abandoned you, they were just awakening you. When they rejected you, they were just making you reflect at the fact that you've been made to be a king. See, your problem is, is that you think that kings have easy lives. No, I'm going to tell you, kings sometimes aren't dealt the best hand, but they learn how to play a bad hand well. Would you have out your neighbor and say I am a king and, and tell him and say and you are too I says, he says and he's made us I says, which means your whole life has been the process of making you into a king 
which means you can't get stuck because you had one setback. You can't get stuck because you had one failure. You can't get stuck because you had one issue. Somebody say, I am a king. All right, here it is. Second point for my note takers. Every king has dominion. Every king has dominion. In Genesis 1:28, the scripture says this, then God blessed them. Now, now the word blessed, it means he empowered them. And then God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion. Somebody say dominion. Now say it like you got some. Somebody say dominion. Have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Now, now watch this. Watch this. God says, God says, when he made Adam, because man, he says Adam. And so when he made Adam, he says, listen, I want you to have dominion. Dominion means I want you to rule, reign, conquer, and subdue. Watch this. He says, I want you to have dominion over the earth. Now, this is important to understand uh, because the reality is, is most of us, watch this, are so used to being dominated, we don't know what it is to have dominion. All right. What does that mean, Bishop? Uh, you're so used to being dominated by your circumstances, you don't know what it is to have dominion over them. See, how long you going to sit up and cry about where you were born? How you going to sit up and cry about the hand you've been dealt? How long are you going to sit up and cry about what's not going right? You're so used to being dominated by what you're supposed to have dominion over. But today, I think there's some people in this place that say, I'm going to shift from being dominated by my circumstances to dominating my circumstances. So watch this. There's a process, church, to walking in dominion. See, he's made us, so there's a process to walking in dominion because the way up many times is through what seems like it's down. And most people don't recognize the value of a crisis or the aggrandization of an enemy, so they waste their issues just trying to survive them rather than getting kinged from them. But I dare you to touch your neighbor and say, I'm getting kinged from this. I'm getting kinged from this. Yeah, every issue, every problem, everything I've been facing, I'm getting kinged from this. Now watch this. You'll see behind me, we got chess pieces. We got, we got the king, we got the queen, we got the bishop. We got the king, we got the queen, we got the bishop. Now, the reality of the matter is, is that there's another game that uses pieces, and it is called checkers. And in the game of checkers, watch this, as you begin to take territory uh, into the other side, when you make it to the other side, when you actually conquer the other side, uh, watch this, you go from just being a regular checker piece to where they have to king you. I'm going to tell you what you've been walking through. If you're handling right, it's about to king you. Y'all not talking to me. Half of your neighbors say, what you've been dealing with? Uh-huh. Say, it's about to king you. Yeah, yeah, I know it don't feel like it right now, but what you've been facing, baby, it's about to king you. you know, so, so watch this, dominion, dominion, dominion comes as a result of maturity. Because remember, every king has a dominion. So when you look at the word kingdom, it's just the domain that a king has dominion over. It is the domain that a king has dominion over. So dominion <clears throat> comes as a result of maturity. Now watch this, how you handle a challenge reveals your maturity. Now, watch this. If you're honest with yourself, there are some challenges you have faced uh, over the last uh, few months, over the last few weeks, or maybe even over the last few years that you have not handled very well. Can I get somebody to throw their hand up that'll just tell the truth? It's some challenges that you face. It's some issues that you face, and you have not handled them very well. Now, the reality is, is that's revealed to you where your immaturity is. And the problem with immaturity is you cannot trust a baby with a kingdom. You cannot trust a child with a kingdom. And here's the issue your neighbor's been having is that they want more than they're mature for. 
Y'all didn't say nothing right there. They want more than they are mature for. But I got good news for somebody in here today. That may have been yesterday, but I think somebody's getting ready to make a shift in their mind to say, I choose to mature. Touch your neighbor and say, it's time for you to mature. Matter of fact, baby, it's time for you to grow up. It's time for you to stop complaining about your life and realize he has made you to be a king and a priest. And I have never seen no king sitting up crying about what they can change. I ain't never seen a king messed up about what it is they have a dominion over. Somebody holler, I'm a king. This is why we started this year with one resolution, and that resolution was to resolve to evolve. It was to go through the process of continuous change from a lesser state to a greater state. It was to arise. It was to expand. It was to unfold. Somebody holler, I'm a king. Yes, sir. Now, watch this. Maturity, maturity then comes through suffering. Now, say suffering. Now, now suffering is not a pretty word. Suffering is not a word that's going to make you shout. Suffering is not a word that's going to make your neighbor start dancing. Suffering is not a word that's going to make you start uh, acting crazy and, and, and throwing the tears around talking about thank you, Jesus. Suffering is a word that when we hear it, most of us be like, I don't want that package. Can I take the other package? <clears throat> Can I go the other route? Can I deal with the other issue? But here's what you need to know. Maturity comes through suffering. Say maturity comes through suffering. Watch this. That's why even Jesus had to mature to grow into dominion. Now, I don't want you to connect maturity to chronological age because you can be old but still be immature. You can be chronologically aged, but it does not mean you are mature. This is the reason why Jesus, when he was 12, he had more maturity than individuals that were two, three, four times his age. Because watch this, they were aged, but he was mature. They had chronological uh, advantages, but Jesus was mature. So I don't want you to confuse the two. So maturity comes through suffering. So Hebrews 5, 8 says this. Hebrews 5, 8, and we're going to look at verse 5, 8, 9, 10. It says, though he were a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Now, I know suffering is not a pretty word, but you need to understand, since you're being made a king, it's some stuff you're going to have to deal with, uh, and it's called suffering. Touch your neighbor and say, I hate to tell you this. Say, but you're going to have to deal with some suffering. I says, though he were a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Verse 9, and being made perfect, or in other words, he was perfected. He was made whole. He grew into his dominion, the scriptures implying and inferring to us. He became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Called of God, a high priest, after the order of Melchizedek. Now, Watch this. Melchizedek is an interesting figure because watch this. Melchizedek's name is a joint Hebrew word which means king and priest in one man. See, Melchizedek was both the high priest of Salem, which was early Jerusalem, but he was also, watch this, the king of Jerusalem, that area, that region, that city, that place, which means, watch this, in one man there were two realms. So Jesus' priesthood is after the order of Melchizedek, which is a king and a priest, which means in one man there are two realms, in one you there are two realms, and you there is both a spiritual you, and then there is also a successful you. There is a you that loves God, but there is a you that conquers territory. There's a you that prays, then there's a you that slays. Would you touch your neighbor and say, I am a king? Yes, sir. Watch this. Even Jesus' church had to mature into being a king. 
despite being the anthropos, he's the God man. He's 100% God and he's 100% man. So much God you couldn't believe he was a man and so much man you could not believe he was God. Even he had to grow and mature into dominion. And here's what you need to know. Somebody said, Bishop, how does this happen? All right, you're very wise. Let me tell you what happens. Sometimes God matures you by throwing you in the deep end of the pool and saying swim. Now, here's your problem. You want preparation. And here's the issue. Preparation happens, watch this, on the job. Bishop, what are you trying to say? Everything you're going through now and facing in life, watch this, is what you prayed for. Watch this. You prayed to have a banner year. You prayed to have a banner year. You prayed to be on 10. You prayed for God to use you. You prayed to come out of that mess. So, so everything you're dealing with now is what you prayed for. Watch this. So watch this. What you're facing is what you prayed for, but what you prayed for is preparing you for what you prayed for. What, 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 what are you trying to say, Bishop? Watch what, this. God, watch this, throws you in the pool and says swim. And watch this. And, and, and you need to understand this. And, your genius comes out under pressure. The reality is, you don't know what you can do until you have to do it. <laughs> okay, watch this. I think it's a few folk in here that, uh, there's some stuff you said, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I've never done this. I don't have this experience. I don't have this qualification. I, I've never been able to do this. I've never been able to do that. But when you were thrown in that pool, you had to make it happen. Would you touch your neighbor and say, you're not drowning? Say, you're gaining dominion. Uh -huh. Try that up, neighbor. Let's see if they'll give you a better response. Say, you're not drowning. You're gaining dominion. Why? You're a king. And God says, I need you to know how to handle pressure. I need you to know how to handle stress. I need you to know how to handle what looks bigger than you. But come here, David. David, you're going to be on the throne one day, but you're going to have to fight a king's battles. And so to fight a king's battles, I know you faced the lion. I know you faced the bear. But now it's time for you to take down some giants. Would you touch your neighbor and say, it's giant taking down time? Yeah, yeah, that thing in your life that seems like it's always blocked you, seems like it's always stopped you. It is time for you to take that down. Somebody holler, I'm a king. What's this? What's this? What's this? As you conquer enemies. Now, what's an enemy, Bishop? An enemy is anything that opposes your forward progress. As you conquer your enemies in your life, you increase your dominion. As you conquer enemies, you increase your dominion. Now, what's this? Here's what a lot of folks want to do they want dominion and ain't beat nothing. They want dominion and haven't conquered anything. You, you ever seen somebody? You ever seen somebody come? Maybe it's on your job. Maybe, 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 maybe it was uh, something you were doing out in the community or something. And, and, and somebody came in. Now you, you, you watch this. You've conquered some stuff, and they come in talking the talk. But when it's time to walk the walk, they don't have nothing to put behind it. You ever had? You ever had? Maybe if you're in management. You ever had somebody that interviewed extremely well? They interviewed exceptionally well. I mean, they had the talk down. But then when it came time to actually walk the talk, they had more rhetoric than they did results. Okay. Watch this. Watch this. You're going to have to make sure your results outweigh your rhetoric. Watch this. Because I don't know about you, but, but it's difficult, watch this, to hear folk rhetoric, and then when you need to see their results, they're ghosts. They, 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 they're no results. They, 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 they're not there. Uh, they said, I'll always be there. And then you said, well, I need you. Well, I'm not there. You know, I said, uh, I said uh, touch your neighbor. Say, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, no. Right, here's the point, church. As you conquer enemies, 
an enemy as anything that opposes your forward progress in life. You increase your dominion. Uh, here's the way it is. It's like earning your stripes or your spiritual rank or your dominion. It requires you to successfully pass the level that you're at. And you can't rebuke it. You got to beat it. Watch this. That's why there are certain things you've been praying for God to take and he has not. There are certain things you've been asking God to deal with and he has not. There are certain things you've been saying, God, would you please make this better? And he has not. You know why he hasn't? He says, because you don't get to rebuke this storm. You've got to beat this one. Y'all not talking to me. You don't get to rebuke this giant. This one you got to kill. You don't get to rebuke this problem. This one you got to take down. See, a lot of Christians, they just want God to come in and show up and be super Jesus. But you need to know, the Bible says he's made us the light of the world. Which means there's some things God says, you're going to have to fight this battle, but I'm with you. Touch your neighbor and say, you are king. You, you're going to have to do it this time. You don't get to pray this one away. You don't get to, watch this, you, you, don't, you don't get to fast this one away. You, you watch this. You don't get to sleep this one away. I'm talking to somebody. You, 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 you don't get to, you don't even get to watch this. You don't even get to command your day this one away. This one, you're going to have to fight and you're going to have to beat. But I got good news for you. Touch your neighbor. Say, there's a king in you. Uh-huh. And somebody ought to just holler about yourself. Say, I am a king. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. You wouldn't have to keep starting over if you stopped giving up. I don't know about you, but, but my sense, one of the things I, I dislike, this is me, now don't judge me, this is me. I dislike making progress to have to start over. Anybody else like that? I, 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 I don't, you ever had anybody, I remember years ago when I played uh, uh, video games and all that, and, and the game would freeze. Anybody had a game freeze? And the game freeze, I mean, you going through the game, and you're like, oh, I got this game, I got this game. And then right before it was about to save, after you've done all that work, that's when the game wants to freeze. Now, I'm going to tell you what I used to do. What I used to do, and this is years ago, what I used to do uh, is I'd sit there and wait. I said, I know it's frozen, but I'm just hoping if it keeps spinning, don't y'all look at me like that. You did it too. If it keeps spinning, maybe somehow, some way, this thing is going to unfreeze. And I'd sometimes wait. I'd wait like two minutes. Then I'd be like, okay, well, maybe 10 minutes. And then like 15 minutes. And then I'd be like, well, let me just go away. And then I'd wait 30 minutes. And no matter what, when I came back, it was still frozen. Here's the point. That's what happens for, watch this, some folk in their lives. Is that, watch this. Because see, here's the deal. I didn't want to give up all the progress I'd made. Because I fought to get it. You know, hear what I'm saying? There's some progress you've made in your life that you have fought to get. And if you fought so hard to get it, why in the world would you sit up and throw it away because you have an emotion moment of emotionalism? Why in the world would you sit up and throw it away because you're dealing with a little issue or you're a problem? You fought too hard to make this much progress to give it up. So watch this. Watch this. Touch your neighbor and say, you are king. You're king. In the Navy, uh, there's some common ranks because remember, we're talking about, watch this, as you conquer enemies, you increase your dominion. So if we were to look at this in the Navy, there's some common ranks. You have the Admiral, the Admiral Commodore, the Captain, the Commander, Lieutenant Commander, Lieutenant Sub-Lieutenant, the Warrant Officer, Petty Officer, the Leading Rate, and then the Seaman. Now, watch this, watch this. The reality is you have to earn your stripes. You have to earn your rank. And watch this, you can look at somebody, watch this, you can look at their uniform to see the rank they've earned. But please understand, don't you ever get mad at somebody 
that is doing well because you don't know the stripes they had to take and the hell they had to pay and the nights they had to cry and the storms they had to beat. See, it's easy to want somebody's glory, but then when you know their story, you might say, I don't know. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Not only do you increase your dominion, because each one of those levels of the Navy, for example, they have different levels of dominion. So watch this, the lowest level of, of, of a rank doesn't have the same level of dominion as a higher level. The level above that has a different level of dominion. Level above that has a different level of dominion. Level above that has a different level of dominion. Level above that has a different level of dominion. So here's what I need you to get. Watch this. Watch this. Uh, but each level of maturity or each rank, watch this, has its perks. So I want you to see it. Each one of those ranks is a level of dominion, but it's also a level of maturity. Watch this, because the admiral can handle problems that the lieutenant can't. Watch what I'm going to help you with. See, for what you want to see God do in your life, and I think there's some people this year that say, I want a banner year. I, I, want, I want a year that's marked with significant accomplishment and achievement. Watch this. You have to rank up. Because, watch this, the level of dominion you need for what you want to see happen in your life You've got to rank up. So watch this. Each level of rank is a level of authority. It also is a level of maturity. But here's what you need to know. Each one of those levels has its perks. It has its perks, uh, which means, watch this, the admiral enjoys perks that the lieutenant does not. Uh, the lieutenant enjoys perks that the petty officer does not. The captain enjoys perks that the commander does not. Why? Because they are operating at a higher level uh, of dominion. They're operating at a higher level of maturity. They're operating at a higher level of authority. So let's make sure we get it. Say authority, dominion, maturity, rank. Say it with me again. Authority, dominion, maturity, rank. Now, now watch this, watch this, watch this. It's just like, I already mentioned it, a video game. The game gives no mercy until you've proven you can beat the level you're at. Here, here, here's, here's what you got to get out of the mentality of. And we've done this in America where we give participation trophies. Well, everybody gets a reward because they showed up. You do not get a reward for showing up. You get a reward for showing up and slaying. Now, in case you don't know what that means. You get a reward for showing up and beating the adversary. Watch this, which means it's time for you to start beating what's been beating you. It's time for you to beat that depression back. It's time for you to beat that discouragement back. How in the world are you sitting up talking about your God is king of kings and lord of lords and you are king, yet you're driving down the street crying over money problem. Baby, your God is bigger than that. He is greater than that. Somebody holler, I'm a king. What's this? What's this? What's this? David, David, David. I'm almost done, David, David, David. The Bible says that David, he fought a lion, he fought a bear. And then his greatest fight, which was the fight for the throne, came in the form of a giant. You know the first giant's name, he fought more than one giant. The first giant's name was Goliath. Now, now notice, what I love about David is that David ran to the fight. David said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? that dare defy the armies of the living God. In other words, watch this. Philistine means invader or divider in Hebrew, the language of our Old Testament. So David says, who is this uncircumcised? Why do you say uncircumcised? Because circumcision was a sign of being a Hebrew, which meant you had a covenant with God. So David said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that dares to defy the army of God? But I love this verse. It says, then David spoke to the man who stood by him saying, what shall be done for the man that kills the Philistine? 
Now, watch this. Watch this. Look at me, church. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. David said, I'm going to fight him, but I know I'm going to get something when I fight him. See, you need to know God likes rewarding you when you go out and win. God likes rewarding you when you conquer some stuff. God likes rewarding you when you conquer generational curse. And maybe you didn't have some failures. That was them. This is now. Maybe you messed up last night. That was them. This is now. Maybe you messed up five minutes ago. That was them. This is now. God says, I won't let you fight and not reward you. Somebody holler, I'm a king. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. So look at the next verse. Put the next verse up. Watch this next verse. The next verse. The next verse. It says, and the people answered him in this manner, saying, so shall it be done for the man who kills him. Go, go on. It says, uh, now, uh, 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 now Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men, the men. And Eliab's anger was aroused against David. He said, why did you come down here? With whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your pride and the insolence of your heart, for you've come down to see the battle. Look at me. Look at me. They answered David and told David, this is what's going to happen when you take the giant down. And, and watch this. And the folk around David said, why are you fighting? Yeah, you missed it. Uh, 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 David's oldest brother said to him, he, he said, listen, he said, look, he said, I know you, you're so full of pride. You just came down here. You just came down here to see the fight. What he didn't know is that David was going to be the star of the fight. Watch this. There are some folk that knew you back then that when you see them, when they, uh, you come around them, when you go around them, when you have conversation with them, they're always talking about what you were, but what they need to know is who you are. They're always talking about what you did, but what they need to know is who you are. So you may have done everything they said you did, but you are not who they say you are. Why? Because you are a king. Even when you didn't know you were one, you are a king. Even when you were acting like a baby, you were still a king. Even when you were acting like a court jester, you were still a king. This now, David ran to the battle. Here's what here's what we've been trained to do: run from the battle. But there's a fundamental problem with that because we don't serve a God that retreats. We serve a God that advances. Watch this. After you've been hurt, most of the times we want to retreat. But can I tell you the truth? My greatest advancements in life came after hurt came after pain, came after disappointment, and I chose not to retreat, but I chose to advance. Would you touch your neighbor and say, it's time for you to advance? Yep, 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 yep. Yep, because you're a king. You, you're a king. Sometimes you just got to get the card out and remind yourself, baby, I'm a king. Uh, sometimes you just got to tell your finances, baby, I'm a king. Sometimes you got to tell your issues, baby, I'm a king. So watch this. Watch this. Some of the biggest Issues I've had, I chose to advance because I said I can either sit here and retreat or I can press forward. And here's the deal. Me sitting up retreating and having a pity party and being mad and being frustrated and crying and oh, woe is me. And I ain't from fix nothing. Or I can get up and I can advance. David said, I'm going to take this giant. I've never done this before, but I'm going to figure it out. Now, now watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Uh, I says, you still with me, church? Watch this. To qualify for promotion for some high-ranking positions in the United States, watch this, <clears throat> you must be nominated by the president and confirmed by the Senate. Now, that, that, that brings me to an interesting point here because as we deal with this, we're still talking about the fact that every king has a dominion. We're still under that point. Uh, there's a book of the Bible called the book of Job. Not Job, but Job. And in the book of the Bible, the Lord says to Satan, in the book of Job, he says, have you considered my servant 
Job. Watch this. He says, Job now, I like him so much. Watch this. I'm nominating him for trouble. You missed it. Job is going to do so well, I'm nominating him for trouble. Can, can, can I help somebody that's been, that's been complaining and whining and all that? Uh, watch this. Could it be that God has nominated you? Just like in the United States where you got to be nominated and confirmed by the Senate, you've been nominated by God and you've been confirmed because you've been beaten what was trying to beat you. He says, have you considered my servant Job? Job got double, but his rank was earned. David's rank was earned. Even the apostle Paul had great spiritual power, but his rank was earned. His dominion, his authority, his maturity, all that was earned. Touch your neighbor and say it was earned. Now, watch this. I, 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 I'm almost to this last point. In a natural kingdom to expand, you must fight wars and even fight enemies that you may not want to. Sometimes you pick a war. Sometimes a war picks you. Sometimes you pick a battle. Sometimes a battle picks you. Anybody, you got some battles right now you didn't pick. You got some wars right now you didn't pick. Now, now watch this. Because right. in, 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 in a war, there are many battles. Now, watch this. Uh, you know, enemies like depression or the odious opinions of underachievers or financial setbacks or being hurt by people that say they love you. But you need to understand that it is your tribulation that then makes you a king. It is your tribulation that gives you dominion. And I need you to know something. Your trouble isn't even about you. Watch this. Your trouble is designed to make you forget that you're a king and you'll get stuck in your emotions when you should be evolving. You'll get stuck in your emotions when you should be expanding. You'll get stuck in your emotions when you should be elevating. Touch your neighbor say, I am a king. I know you touched him a lot today. You probably got two more touches today, but so I hope you like you sit next to him. Message almost over, so just stick it out with him. So then now, church, we can examine our challenges through a different lens because we have dominion over every enemy by virtue of our location. What do you mean, Bishop? Every king, every king, remember point number two, remember point number two, is that every king has dominion. Well, we just learned that the dominion has to be earned, and it's earned by conquering enemies. An enemy is anything that opposes your forward progress. Now, check this out. So then, now we can examine our challenges through a different lens because we have dominion over every enemy by virtue of our location. What do you mean, Bishop? Uh, we have dominion over our enemy, every enemy by virtue of location. All right, Ephesians 2.6, I'm going to help you. Ephesians 2.6, it says this. And he has raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, here's what this means. Watch this. He's raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Watch this, church. Every time you face an enemy... Because your dominion is increasing when you knock enemies out, when you conquer enemies, whatever it is, you now have a higher perspective from which you view that enemy. Which means, watch this, while David looked shorter than Goliath, because David was conquering and having dominion, David had a different perspective. He was really looking down at Goliath. You hear what I'm saying? See, uh, in the natural, watch this, in the natural, Goliath looked way bigger than David. But in the spirit, David said, I'm looking down at you. See, there's some stuff you've been looking up at when you really look, need to look down on. Because you've made it bigger than it really is. You've made it 
greater than it really is. You said, I don't know how I'm going to overcome this. I don't know how I'm going to beat this. I don't know how I'm going to do with this. You're going to do it because you've been seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, meaning I have another perspective. I look at this differently, which brings me to my third and final point, and I'm done. Every king rules from a throne. Every king rules from a throne. Revelation 3.21 says this. Watch this. To him that overcomes. Now, lead that verse up for a minute. It says, to him that overcomes. Look at me, church. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. It says, I says, it says, to him who overcomes. You missed it. To him who overcomes. I says, not to him who talks about overcoming. Not to him who prays about overcoming. You know what prayer is for some people? For some people, prayer is an excuse not to act. You know what prayer is for some folks? I'm just praying about, praying about, praying about, praying about, praying about. You came to church, got your answer, got your instructions, got what you need to do, and you sitting up praying about what you should be acting on. The book says, Revelation 3.21, to him that overcomes, touch your neighbor, say, you got to beat it, you got to beat it, you got to beat it. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Look at, look at it. Jesus said, you get to sit on my throne with me. Here's what you need to know, church. I'm done. When a king mounts his throne, he makes decrees. And kings, hear me, church, can't be careless with their words because their words carry great weight and carry great consequences. Kings cannot be careless with their words because their words carry great weight and they carry great consequences, which brings me to this point, uh, or this verse, rather, Matthew 12, 37. For by your words, you will be justified. By your words, you will be condemned. I got a question. Have you been talking like a king or talking like a jester? Jesters was brought, were brought in as entertainment for the king. <laughs> they, they, they were not the king. I says, look at me, watch this. Matthew 12, 37. For by your words, you'll be justified. By your words, you'll be condemned. I says, you, 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 you got to, I'm done church, you've got to talk like a king, not a jester. So here's what a king says. Watch this. I know that problem looks big, but my God shall supply all my needs. I, I know that issue looks tough, but my God has got my back. I know it looks like I'm not going to be able to deal with this, but I'm the head and not the tail. I know it looks like I'm running out of money, but since I'm a faithful giver, I'm not worried because he promised he's to give seed to the soil. I'm not dealing with issues uh, from a jester perspective. See, a jester is a joke. You've been talking like a joke lately, and I want to challenge you as we kick this series up. You're going to have to start talking like a king. You've been talking like a joke. It's time to talk like a king. You've been saying stuff that's too low. You've been speaking stuff that's too low. You've been saying stuff in your mind that you think God didn't hear. You've been muttering stuff under your breath you think God wasn't paying attention to. God says your words have been too careless. You've not been talking like a king. You've been talking like a jester. And I'm out of time. I'm out of time. Somebody say I am a king. Say it again, church. Be dazzled this holiday season by Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show at Bull Run Festival of Lights. Celebrate the holidays as a family while staying warm and cozy. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car 
Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow through two and a half miles of dazzling displays in Bull Run Regional Park in Centerville, Virginia. Plan your visit now. When you visit by mid-December, you'll save. Get your tickets today at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. 